Welcome to Reminiscing with PT and OZ. We'll be counting down the Billboard's Top 100, along with other surprises. So stick with us on Reminiscing. Welcome to One Hit Wannabes, I'm Oscar Osbo, and uh, we've been doing a few of the one hits that uh, people send into radio stations and say, I want you to play this because I want it to be a hit. And a lot of them are really good. So I got a bunch of them here, and we'll get to a couple of them tonight. So uh, start things off with this one. This is Trent uh, Tomlinson, A Man Without a Woman. That's a bad thing, A Man Without a Woman. In the background, you might be able to hear Fleetwood Mac. I doubt it, but anyway, that's going on in the background. But here's uh, Mr. Tomlinson. Just yesterday, party too hard, slept too late, poured water on the frosted flakes, cause a red cap milk's gone sour. With a pounding head, he works all day long. When he gets off, he don't go home, puts on a little glove box cologne, and heads off to happy hour. And that's a man without. No use at all A boat without an ocean Talk about something That ain't much good for nothing That's a man Without a woman Wakes up and he's 36 Got a house Two cars and kids And a wife left town Cause her mama's sick And she's left him in charge Now it's junk food lunch In a Walmart sack They're late for school And their clothes don't match The beds ain't made And the kitchen's trashed And there's toys out in the yard And that's a man Without a woman Lonely and lost No use at all
Not a bad song. I like that song. It was. Uh, I've, I've heard this gentleman before. I don't know why he's not uh, big because he's been around for a while. Trent Tomlinson and A Man Without a Woman. And that came out in 2011. There you go. I'm hot by the sail. I'm hot by the sail. The man is drunk to the finish because I eat finish. I'm hot by the sail. I'm hot by the sail. I want some good locus, which hates all the locus. What hates on the up and square? My biffs and I bought them and always outrun them, but none of them gets nowhere. If anyone dares to risk me fist, it's pop and it's wham. Understand? So keep good behavior. That's your one lifesaver with Popeye the Sailor Man. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. Popeye the Sailor Man. I'm strong to the finish 'cause I eat space spinach. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. Just by the, the look of this really hokey looking cover on this thing, the guy looks like he's about 106. <laughs> looks like, oh, it's Johnny Paycheck. <laughs> he is 106. Uh, take this job and shove it. I guess this, uh, I'm not quite sure what this is all about. But anyway, it's I wish I had the job. Paycheck told them all to shove. Hey, there you go. Joe Diamond, and I wish I had the job. Paycheck told them all to shove. <sighs> wow. With a picture of Johnny Paycheck on there. But anyway, um, here we go. <laughs> Sounds like another wow to me. One hit wannabes. See what this one's all about. Hey, they must have paid Johnny Paycheck to put his face on the on the CD, right? But now this unemployment line is wearing out my feet I've got bills to pay and I've got to feed the ones I love I wish I had the job, paycheck told them all to shove I wish I had the job, paycheck told them all to shove And I know I don't feel this way alone I wish I had the job, paycheck told them all to shove Then I'd have a paycheck of my own This rising hype in unemployment scaring me to death I've been chasing jobs so long till I can't catch my breath I ain't never seen the situation quite so tough I wish I had the job, paycheck told them all to shove I wish I had the job, paycheck told them all to shove And I know I don't feel this way alone I wish I had the job, paycheck told them all to shove Then I'd have a paycheck of my own I 
the job paycheck Told them all to show And I know I don't feel this way alone I wish I had the job paycheck Told them all to show Then I'd have a paycheck of my own I sure need a paycheck of my own So what did you think? I kind of liked it. I thought it was kind of cute. Kind of remind me of an old uh, Mo and Joe type song. I wish I had the paycheck. I wish I had the job. Paycheck told me all to shove. Joe Diamond. And he's got a picture of Johnny Paycheck on there too. I thought, <laughs> wow, who's this guy? But anyway, it's a young picture of Johnny Paycheck too. Um, let's see. Distributed by NTL Records. Don't see a year on it, but uh, hey, they got a phone number here if you want to give them a call. But there you go, Joe Diamond. Tell me what you think. That was cute. All right, this girl here, I'm trying to find a picture of her. I don't see her, though. Is that her? Maybe this is over here, over here. Anyway, her name is uh, Sunny Sweeney. And to me, she looks like um, a young Priscilla Presley. Very, very pretty. So, Sunny Sweeney and Drive Myself Single. <laughs> See what this one's all about. Very pretty lady. Don't sing too bad either. One hit wannabe songs that uh, get sent to radio stations that don't get played. So, I'm playing them for you right now. Sunny Sweeney.
myself single tonight. That was uh, Sonny Sweeney <clears throat> right here on the One Hit Wannabes. I'm going to drink myself single tonight. I'm a big movie fan. So while others may be slim and tan, I eat Cadbury's and Jujubees in the dark on my big fat can. But I am getting sick of all these gory flicks. Visual anti-cops blowing faces off Makes it hard to digest your popcorn While waiting in the line For my nine-pound box of milk ducks I did not see the film marquee Rambo 3 was playing Might as well go home My appetite is blown Still on again Naturally I'll just dig this bullet out of my bloody thigh. Now, I'll cauterize this wound by setting myself on fire. Uh, Deborah? Yes? I have my super glue. <laughs> and what are you going to do with it? Well, Sh- Sherry Campbell brought this in because I asked her for it. Because the other day, mm-hmm. you remember, <laughs> okay. i got to share this story because you, you and I um, pretty much fit into this one. Okay, I, I was uh, answering the phone. Oh. Somebody called me on the phone. Yeah. I went to answer my phone. And this phone is usually super glued down, but it, it, it broke loose. And it fell on the board, started a song, or turned off one of my songs. That's what it was. Turned off a song. Mm-hmm. And I answered the phone, and it was you uh-huh. <laughs> saying, let me out of the newsroom. <laughs> my door handle fell off. I was stuck. I was locked in. <laughs> so the phone fell, fell apart. The door was falling apart. Hey, but we have our super glue now. We're, we're, we're okay. You're going to fix gonna my door okay. handle, too? Yeah, I'll fix, the door. I'll fix the door handle. We'll glue it together. Everything will be glued here. My fingers, everything. Okay? <laughs> I will not be able to leave, leave my spot. But uh, Sherry Kim. Don't call me so I don't have to um, unsuper glue you off of the phone. Oh, okay, there you go.
going to try to pronounce your name again because we can't do it. We already found that fact out, right? Uh-huh. I can, show you. I can tell you. And it's Achinormanini is my full name. Do you, like, spit on people, though, when you do that, or no? Oh, Oscar. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, it was there. I couldn't, I couldn't resist. <laughs> yeah, I have it. to tell you no. a funny story, okay? okay? I once did a concert in, in Toronto for about 2,000 travel agents, and I was really afraid of, you know, how it would work out and everything, and, but the, the, their reactions were wonderful. And the guy who was, who was um, emceeing was, was trying to, he, when he introduced me at the beginning of the show, he couldn't say my name no matter what. And I went over it with him a million times. This is before I came up with the shortened version of Noah. And my partner's name is Gildor, so he would say, and let's give a warm welcome to Aurora and Gildor. <laughs> That's all he could manage. So I figured maybe I would try to sort of make the, the name a little easier. And, and when I went to, came back for an encore, the, the audience was all enthusiastic, they were all up on their feet, and I said, this is the time to try to have them maybe be able to say my name. So I said, well, when someone comes up to you and, and says a name like Achinoam, the first thing you say is, ah, oh, and you're in shock. You're like, oh, my God, what is that? And then you try to tackle the most the most difficult part, and you say, well, that's and you go over it a bunch of times, and then after a while you get really depressed, and you say, no, no, it's never going to work. But then, you know, you, you know that's the girl's name. you got to try to say it. So, so you think, well, um, so you have, ah, hey, no. Oh, geez. You should be, should be uh, doing it. Please, no. Um. <laughs> so, so the, whole, the, the audience is all psyched and they clap hands and they're all laughing. And then I do my encore and then the guy comes back on stage and says, let's give a warm thanks, a heartfelt thanks to our guest, Ruru and Gildor. <laughs> and I'm like, no way. It's never going to work. <laughs> no works for us. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, and if you're going to do that, that part over again a few times, I would listen to it over and over again. Okay. <laughs> you have a fan for life. Oh, uh, definitely. <laughs> but do we have to, like, just we meet in Israel, or do you, like, come here often? Well, um, I don't come here as often as I do to Europe. We do a lot of touring in Europe. Well, I'm moving to Europe, then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tel Aviv is a pretty nice city. Well, but I do come to the States every once in a while. In fact, uh, we have a really, um, a really special concert in the end of March in New York at Carnegie Hall, which we're really looking forward Carnegie to. Carnegie Hall, that's excellent. Yeah, yeah, we're really psyched about that. Uh, no, what's your favorite song on this whole album? Which one, I don't know, speaks to you, or is there a reason you have a favorite one? That's really tough, you know, because like, you have to choose which one of your kids you like more. <laughs> You're right, yeah. I can't, I can't really do that. I really like them all. Did you write these your, on your alone? Well, yeah, um, I, I write most of my songs by myself. I write, I write the lyrics to all of them, and on the music, I either write it on my own or I collaborate with... Uh, with Gildora, which has been my partner for some years now, and he's a great musician and a great friend and a wonderful guitar player. Uh, we also do the arrangements and the production and everything together. So uh, this, is all, this is all original music. Yeah. That, you have a deep level to your songs. Yeah, so I, I try to deal with a, with a lot of, of, of different emotions. I don't know is really a song that, that I think a lot of people can probably relate to. It's when, you, when you, you know, you're just about to make a really big step or or do something that you know is really important to you or very, very big. And, and just at the moment of truth, you're thinking, well, I don't know, can I, can I actually handle this? Can I hack it? Can I, am I strong enough to, to, to bear those winds that are trying to put me down? I'd like to thank you very much for talking with us, okay, and I'll okay, be I'll, I'll still pleasure. be the one I'll still be the one out there drilling in the front. Okay. Okay, come say hi after the show. Oh, uh, definitely. definitely. We're all, we're going to be there. Okay, thank you. So, much. No, no. so you are a twenty-year-old girl, and you live at your folks' house. Now, according to Dear Abby, is it proper for you to entertain your boyfriends there when they are not home? 
When the boyfriends ain't home. No, 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 when your parents are home. When my home. parents ain't home. Uh, is it all right for a 20-year-old girl to entertain her boyfriend? If she wants to make a few dollars. <laughs> what's, your, what's your son's name? Nathan. Nathan, at least 20 people are waiting for you to hear what you're set to say. Hey, Nathan, come on. This is your big moment. Here you go. Say something. <laughs> there are people out there that are just hanging on the edge of the seat, and they're saying, why in the hell won't this guy play more rock and roll? Exactly. So we got away from some three-year-old kid who should be in bed. You say hi? Well, no, you don't have to. It's, it's no, we don't have to. I, I realize that. Okay. Sing my song You write me 
Texas tonight. See if we can get through it this time. Take Me to Texas Tonight, and uh, I like that one so well. We're going to see if we can uh, hear number two. He number was a diamond oh. in the You can't change a man is what it's called. I thought my love would be enough To make that diamond shine All he needed was time But as the days went on This rowdy ways tagged along 
So if I can uh, transfer the video to this, if, you, if you're watching the video right now, you'll know that I did that. But anyway, uh, she's a little pitchy on that one, but uh, I liked it. I still liked it. Here's uh, Unstoppable. When the world tries to bring you down You know what I'm talking about. Well, let me tell you what I had to tell myself not long ago. Oh, yeah. You are. 
unstoppable you are flying an airplane yes and you are in trouble traditionally the thing to do is to get on the radio and holler holler what what the am i doing here
This is one, uh, this is Jason Sturgeon. And it's called Rolling On. So let's see what Jason Sturgeon has to say. A couple fingerprints on there, but I think what will play. It's on the top anyway. So uh, One Hit Wannabes, the songs that they won't play on the radio station, so we're playing them right here on your YouTube station. Okay? Here it is. One Hit Wannabes. <laughs> Jason Sturgeon and rolling on. It's all right. <laughs> you tell me what you think. 
Uh, give your comments. Here's Tim uh, Culpepper. This is called Ghost. I'm just kind of curious to see what this sounds like. It's like my last song for, for here tonight. But uh, anyway, it's called Ghost. Tim Culpepper. So let's hear what that one says or sounds like. Uh, one hit wannabes. I'm Oscar Osbo. And let's do this thing. Songs that uh, they won't play on the radio. So we're playing them here on YouTube. One hit wannabes. Here it is. Ghost. Tim Culpepper. Are you restless? Do you ever sleep at all? I heard you pacing All night up and down the hall You kept me tossing and turning Praying you'd lay down and go to sleep Were you lonesome? You call my name This nightly routine Is driving me insane You'll never take the place of her So why don't you move on And rest in peace You're just a ghost A ghost of a love That's dead and gone A cold shadow Yeah. 
Travis, uh, George Strait. What a good song that was. I liked it a lot. The guy had a very, very unique voice, kind of fit in that kind of style of that, and uh, kind of real country. Real country, I liked it. Tim Culpepper and Ghost. So, uh, yeah, I like that one a lot. So hopefully you uh, you do it, Tim. I don't know if you will because you're kind of kind of country. <laughs> there isn't such thing as country anymore, I don't think. But anyway, hopefully Tim can do it. I he's doing it here on YouTube anyway. We do. We got time for one more song. So I'm going to do Brother Trouble, and this is Summer's Little Angel. So it's on One Hit Wannabes. It's a song that wanted to be played on the radio, but it's going to be played here on YouTube. If that is if YouTube lets me. Sometimes YouTube won't let me play some of these songs because they're copywritten and all that good stuff. But it's like, these are promo songs. They want to play. I don't get it. Her daddy was a surfer. He grew up on the waves. Her mama was a waitress down at Tiki Day. She was born in July. Took her first steps in the sand. That's where she found her freedom. That's where it all began She's got a hula girl dancing on her dashboard On her ankle there's a string of puka shells She leaves a trail of broken hearts along the seashore She's Summer's little angel She's got freckles on her shoulders and bottles and sends them out to sea looking for a true love that's how she got to me she got a hula girl dancing on her dashboard on her ankle there's a string of puka shells she leaves a trail of broken hearts along the seashore she's summer's little angel Brother Trouble and Summer's Little Angel. I liked it a lot. So there it is. That was my last one for now. This one here, uh, Melanie Denard. Tumbling Down is the name of the song on this one. This is a CD single. single. That's Melanie there. Is here? Yep, there she is. 
So Tumbling Down is the name of the song. One hit wannabes, the ones they send to radio stations. There's like a hair or something on there. Ones they send to radio stations. Their radio stations don't play, but we do here on YouTube. If YouTube lets us. You can say what you want, but your eyes tell a different story. Walk away while you can. Don't look back and you won't have to worry. And that was Melanie, and I don't remember her last name, so I got to look at the CD to find out. But anyway, it's Melody, or Melanie Denard. Melanie Denard, Tumbling Down, and uh, Web Blast Records. So, hey, maybe they might let us play this one on, on YouTube. It's on Web Blast Records, right? Hey, you never know. 
So let me know what you think of Melanie. Good morning. Good morning, Oscar. How are you? Good. We're talking with Martha McGuinn. McGinn. McGinn. Okay. Now, now you and your partner have uh, bought the Lizzie Borden house. Well, we didn't actually buy it. My grandparents have lived there, um, God, since my dad was a teenager. Really? And, yeah, and they passed away recently, um, and we inherited the house. Uh, but they, when they passed away, it was under normal circumstances, right? Yes, it was. Okay. So there was there was no Lizzie doing any strange strange things. Uh, Not at all. Okay. <laughs> now Lizzie Borden. I mean, I've I've always been fascinated with the case. I think the, the the biggest fascination with the case is because she, if she did do it, she got away with it. That's it. If she did do it, she got away with it. If she didn't do it, who that, did? Who did? Yeah. So, um, do you have like things there at the house that uh, have different different ways of who they think might have done it, or do they think that Lizzie did it, or anything like that, or no? Well, there are. Oh, there are a lot of theories out there. Okay. Um, and, and that's the point. We had a gentleman in that flew in from Switzerland last week. Sweden, rather. I'm sorry. And he was really a nice man, so we let him come through. He had his own theory, and he disproved himself. Oh, really? Just by being in the house the way he thought it could happen, he found out it couldn't have. Oh, so he, like, replayed the whole thing at the house? Yep. Huh. That's pretty much what he did. So now he has to figure it out all over again. Now was he like trying to write a book in this with this theory or something? Or? Actually, he he wrote a, a little armchair theory okay. is what he called it. It was maybe eight pages long. He he gave it to me. I have it packed away. We'll have that in the house when we do open. Uh huh. And um, now I I see. I, I read a lot of different stuff. I, of course, I saw the movie with Elizabeth Montgomery. Of course, you know mm-hmm. that was that was one everybody saw. But I read a book uh, uh, about Lizzie Borden, and it said something about um, that she was she possibly could have been a lesbian. Well, that's what. Yeah, I read a book like that too. Yeah. I personally, I don't buy into that. There's, yeah. there's it's, it's never a, been any proof of that. I mean, she had women friends. I have women friends. Yeah, yeah. But did she? She never got married, though. No, she never did. But would you marry her? <laughs> Uh, no, probably okay. not. Yeah. yeah, she looked like Elizabeth Mo- Mo- Montgomery. I might, but uh, she really didn't look that way. But, uh, Actually, she was very attractive when she was younger. Was she? Yeah, she really was. Because I've got a picture over here, and she looks. She doesn't. She, well, it's hard to tell with the times, you know, when with the different way they looked. But uh, I yeah, don't know. We, don't, yeah, we have pictures of her in her younger years, and oh, she really? was really attractive. She was very attractive, and she never got married. Well, well you know, I, yeah, I understand. Okay, all right, all right. I, I guess I can see that. So, be kind of hard on the honeymoon, just you know, falling asleep at night. Yeah, know? really, Lorena Bobbitt all over. <laughs> now you know, the, I think the same the same um, fascination is with the O.J. Simpson case because they're wondering if this guy's going to get away with it if he did it. You know, absolutely. Yeah. And again, that was a double murder. Right. That they were both really brutal. Yeah. I mean, we're not going in in for the gore and, and that kind of thing at all. Right now, I, I I read that you have you have Ouija boards there too. We hope to. We actually, one of my girlfriends gave me one for my birthday this year okay. that we brought in the house. But we're trying to get some really old Ouija boards. Okay. Now, when they come to the house, what what should they expect? They should expect to have fun. Okay. Um, we're going to have books. We're going to have videos of the documentaries that have been made from A and E, the Discovery Channel. Um, the Liz Montgomery movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, we're going to have Ouija boards. You know, people can play with old-time games. And a, a lot of the bookings we've gotten so far are um, scholars, professors, people that are really knowledgeable about Lizzie. So, you know, they'll be talking amongst themselves. Okay. 
Now, it was 1892, and it was uh, on August 4th. Right. Now, you're, you haven't opened the house yet. No. I was just curious, are you going to wait till August 4th to reopen it now, or are you going to I, I open it like on the date that it happened, or, or no? Well, that will be the official opening. Okay. Um, right now, we've just begun the renovations. Okay. Um, and so you're going to try to make it exactly like the way it was? As close as we can. We're not going to have slot tails. Okay. You know, we'll have plumbing and electricity. Right. Now, are you going to have um, uh, some of the actual things that were there, or, I mean, like, for instance, the axe. <laughs> the, they never found the axe. I, I know, but then they, then they find one that had a broken handle or something. Well, they found an axe head, yes, but they um, proved that that was not the axe. Okay, but that was proved in, with the technology of of the day of. In, in, in right. Well, 1800s. it didn't fit the wounds. Okay. Okay. So it was it was very it was proven to be not the axe. Right. Okay. okay. So do, do we, uh, are you like maybe digging around the yard maybe? <laughs> well, actually, it's funny you ask that. My partner and some members from TILBA, which is the International Lizzie Borden Association, did conduct a search a few weeks ago up in the, the second attic, up in the eaves, because when they did their search, when it happened, they didn't have, you know, flashlights, electric lights, anything right. like that. So they just went up there for the fun of it and searched to make sure it wasn't there, but they, all they found was two dead pigeons. Oh, okay. And they didn't have any axe marks, right? No axe marks. They came <laughs> back safe and sound. All right, all right. Now, um, okay, you see a lot of fun, but it, this this would be a great bed and, bed and breakfast place. We hope so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you, you're going to have bed, bed and breakfast, and, and they're, are you going to feed them like gruel, though, or anything, or no? What, for breakfast? Yeah. Um, actually, instead of the mutton broth that they had, the three-day-old mutton broth, we will have oatmeal. <laughs> um and we'll have, you know, fresh fruit. How about flies? flies? How about flies? Uh, flies come with that, too, or? <laughs> no, no. We will be serving pears. With... Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I was just curious if we get, get, you know, authenticity so that way they can feel feel how Lizzie Borden really felt, you know, eating that nasty We don't stuff. want them feeling exactly well, like Lizzie yeah. felt that day. That's true. That's true. Now, but, you know, I, I, there's a lot of different theories, and uh, I just, it would just be nice to be able to... Uh, Say one day you solved it. Are you guys looking for maybe a solve to a solve to this mystery or no? No. Well, not really. I mean, there are just so many different theories out there. Yeah. You know, we have our own, but it's up to the people who come to yeah to figure out their own. We went out to dinner the other day with about ten people from Tilba, and the, all night the whole conversation it was hysterical. The the disagreements going back and forth on who, when, where, what, who could have. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, know, they're conspiracy an, theories. An, another bad thing too, if they solved it, then people probably wouldn't want to come and see the house as much. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Absolutely true. Okay. Um, and they also, you know, talk about the lawyers because Lizzie in that day had her own like dream team. Uh huh. Um, she had a, a five, four lawyers. Okay. And one of them was the ex-governor of Massachusetts, Robinson, who had appointed the head judge who was sitting at the trial. Oh. So this is, this is kind of like the O.J. Simpson It trial. really is, more so <laughs> than you know. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I wonder if... Uh... <laughs> okay, can, can you repeat? Let me, let me see if you, if you got this down. Can you repeat the uh, Lizzie Borden rhyme? Oh, no. Don't make me do that. Uh, Lizzie Borden took an axe, gave her mother... You, you can't do that one? I can, but how, how about I let Ron do that one? Oh, okay. No, he doesn't want to do it. I'll do it for you. Okay. All right, you ready? 
Ready? Go for it. Okay. Lizzie Borden took an axe, gave her mother 40 wax. When she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41. Okay. But that's not accurate. It's not. No, it really wasn't. I think her mother got 18. Yeah, that's what it says here. 18 uh, times and struck, uh, see, 10 times in the, 10 times right, in the head. Right, Andrew was 10, I believe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's get the accuracy down on how many times she whacked him. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, how could, you know, the thing about it is it always puzzled me is how could this woman, after if she did do this, how could she, A, live with herself, and, B, how could she not have, with that kind of rage, how would she not kill anybody else? Because she was never supposed to be killed anybody else. No, well, supposedly her motive was money. Oh, really? Her father was really a miser. Um, he, he was very, very wealthy. Uh-huh. And I think Lizzie was afraid that the stepmother, who she really despised, was, get the money. Was, was going to get the money or a great portion of his estate. Um, so after the murders, Lizzie and Emma inherited everything. Okay. Now a short while, and after Lizzie was acquitted, they sold the house on Second Street. They bought a house up in the highlands of Fall River, which Lizzie had been begging her father to do for years. She bought a house which she named Maplecroft. She had it carved into the top granite step. Um, Emma lived there with her for a while. Then Emma moved out and never spoke to her again till the day they died. And they died about a month apart. And Emma never talked about mm -hmm. the whole situation at all, or? No, they never spoke again after Emma moved out. Emma moved up to Maine. Huh. Okay. All right, so that, that's, that, that's kind of a mystery in itself. Yes, it is. I'm sorry. I've been corrected. She moved to New Hampshire. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> I heard a little computer thing in the back there, too. You playing computer games on the side or what? Well, I have my, uh, no, that was the telephone, the other line. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I thought maybe you had a little computer game going there. I wasn't sure, you know. Um, okay, I'm trying to think of some other stuff. I know there's, there's tons of stuff I wanted to ask you, and I, I can't think of everything, but um, now the house is going to be put down to almost almost exactly the way it was. As close as we as can close get it. As close as we can get it. And you're going to show them the inside. They're going to be able to stay there for the night. They're going to be able to use the Ouija board yep. if they like. Um, can they, will they be able to investigate the attic and all, too, or, or is that going to be Well, well there will be rooms. We're going to put in central air, so there will be three rooms for rent in the attic. Bridget, the maid's room, will be available. Okay. And there are two other rooms up there. We're naming the Andrew Jennings room, who was her head, one of her lawyers, and the Hosea Knowlton room, who was the head prosecutor. Okay, so they can actually sleep in this house. Read books on the Lizzie Borden theories, and also see the, the the movie that Elizabeth Montgomery did, right? That one, yep. Among documentaries that have been done. Really? Yep. Man, that, that now that, that that would be almost a a nightmare trying to do that. I mean, to be able to stay in this house and and look at all this stuff and think of this is where it was all all ta all taking place. You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I have enough guts to do that. Do you, do you, you, is there lots of reservations already for this or what? Uh yeah, we have quite a few. Yeah. Um, like I said, I was just inputting some more into my computer when you called. Some really? people from Virginia. Oh yeah. Just called so and it's, booked. It's like all over the country that they're coming. Oh, out. it is. We have reservations from Germany, from Sweden. Now, can I can I ask how much this would cost for a decision? You can ask, but we haven't set the rates yet. Okay. Do we have any idea, approximately, though, or no? Uh, I really hate to do that, okay. well, that just because okay. I I don't know for sure yet. You know, we're working on the renovations, and it depends on what. Our financing comes to. We don't want to make it impossible for people to stay. Right. 
you know, so, but so, we have to make it so we make our money back. So these people that are making reservations don't really care what the price is. Not so far, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So hey, that that could be that could be a, a good thing then. I, I don't know. It, it would be a very very unique experience, I think, because like I say, it was one of those. It would be kind of like uh, I wonder if they're going to do that with the O.J. Simpson house later on. You know, they you might. Uh, here you can stay there and relive the experience or something. You no, know. maybe a hundred years from now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's not like this is something that happened yesterday. Right. And that, that's the thing. It, it's kept the interest of people for over a century. Right. You're right. It's right. You know, 92, it's, it's definitely <laughs> right. <laughs> a long time. And it's, it's still got my interest because I'm still curious, you know. And the, the worst thing about it is, is there's so many books and so many things that they, they talk about it that you don't know, you don't know what to believe anymore. I know. That's so. it. You, you really don't. So unless you were, and will we ever know? You know, will we ever know what really did happen? We hope not. Okay, yeah. So for for you guys' sake, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, Oscar and Todd, come on down. <laughs> okay. All right. If it's if it's no if it's no more than uh, twenty five bucks a night, I can be there. Well, it's going to be more than twenty five bucks oh, a night. Darn, darn. Okay. Because I mean, just the plane trip alone would kill me. So you know. All right. Well, thank you very much. Oh, Oscar, thank you. And I appreciate it because I've been meaning to call you, and I've uh, got kind of tied up the last two weekends. But uh, thank you for talking with Not me. Not a problem. Call back again when we open. Okay, so you're gonna you are gonna open officially on uh, August fourth. Yep, that's the plan. Okay, and uh, it's too bad you couldn't get it this year, but uh, I know. But you'll have probably have it all booked up or by next year, right? We hope. Okay. And uh, like I said, I'll search my pocket, see if I can find another 25 bucks. Good so, enough. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Oscar. Thank you. Okay.